Welcome to the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast. I'm your host, Pastor B. Thank you for listening to today's episode. It can be difficult to trust and worship God when life doesn't go according to plan. Even through hurt and disappointment, I come to tell you that worship is still an option. I believe real change happens between Sundays, and if you give me 15 minutes of your time, I believe you'll be impacted by what's shared today. So let's jump right to it and learn how to live from Sunday to Sunday. Let's get it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast. I am your host, Pastor B. Um, It is my mission to help you navigate and strengthen your relationship with God 15 minutes at a time. So thank you again for listening to today's episode. Please be sure to take a moment and like this episode, subscribe to the podcast, both via YouTube as well as um, everywhere where this podcast can be found um, audibly. All right. And um, today we are going to talk about how do I worship when I'm hurting? Um, if there's one thing that is guaranteed in life is that things will not go our way. Um, the plans that we've set, the relationships that we connect ourselves to, um, no matter how saved we are, how connected we are to the body of Christ, um, no matter how much we say we love the Lord, um, hurt and disappointment is guaranteed. Um, sometimes whenever we even decided to give God our heart, we um, didn't always understand that um, believing in, in Jesus was going to um, completely absolve us of pain. Some people actually thought that, that whenever I gave God my heart, and I committed to him as Lord and Savior, that the hurt and the pain would go away. And that's obviously not the case. And so um, sometimes we even experience hardships and um, emotional strife and struggle. Um, And we even blame God sometimes, right? Um, A lot of times whenever we trust God, as Lord and Savior, we expect all of our relationships to be better, right? Um, And sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes after um, living for God and submitting to his will, we still end up um, in divorce court. We still have money trouble. We still have children who um, are disobedient, right? And so sometimes we go to God and we say, hey, God, whenever um, I committed to you, this is not what I had in mind. My life was not supposed to do this. My my, my spouse was, was supposed to get better. My uh, relationships were supposed to get better. My kids were supposed to make a turn. Um, and when that doesn't happen um, on the timetable that we've set or when things don't go exactly the way that we had planned in our minds, um, we want to blame somebody. Right. We want to be upset. We want to be hurt. Um, And many times we take that take out the disappointment on God. I want to tell you that that's okay. It's not. God does not 
um, get upset with you when you are disappointed in him. One of the things that I think, especially for me growing up, um, there was this idea that you don't question God and that by questioning God, it showed a lack of faith, right? That I was supposed to um, trust God blindly and follow his word blindly um, and not have any um, disagreements with God. And if I did have disagreements with God, I couldn't publicly like um, tell the Lord that I was upset and that I didn't agree with what he um, was doing in, in my life, right? But that's nowhere in scripture. Nowhere at all. Um, so one of the first things I think when it comes to worship, because again, worship is not just a song. Worship is is the way that we live. It's it is um, our commitment to um, walking with God every single day, right? And so, when life gets tough, um, the first thing that we typically stop doing is we stop worshiping God. Like we don't read our Word, we won't um, pray. Right, because we're upset. We're 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 so distraught at at the uh, position that we are in life, um, the disappointments, the hurts, the struggle. Right, we're so upset that we choose not to do the very thing that when you're in a relationship that you're supposed to do when there's trouble. We're not supposed to separate whenever trouble comes. Right, at the first hint. Of first sign of, of, of trouble or discord, if you're in a relationship, you can't just jump ship and run every single time that there's trouble, right? You're supposed to come together and figure out a way to make this work or to fix this, this problem. But yet in our spiritual release, relationship with God, it's so easy for us to just give up um, because things aren't going our way. So I think the first thing that we have to do is we have to be honest with how we feel. We have to be honest with how we feel. Um, God does not force us to agree with everything he says. We don't have to agree with it. He does want us to obey and to um and to be obedient to what he says and to follow his commands because he says that if we love him, that we keep his commandments, right? But that doesn't mean that we will always agree with what God um, tells us to do, right? I'm sure that, that there are plenty of times that what God um, tells us to give up something that we love. We don't instantly say, yes, Lord, I'll do it. No, we were upset because our... Um, comfort um, is being shaken up, right? These, this thing that I've held on to for all of these years, Lord, you're telling me to give it up. And I don't really like that. And it's okay to tell the Lord that. Like it really is. It's, it's okay for you to voice your displeasure with whatever instruction the Lord has given you, right? Um, the key thing is the next point is if you're going to be honest with your feelings, then it's important that you be angry, but sin not. 
right? It's so important that our feelings and our emotions um, don't get so uh, don't get us so riled up to where they uh, begin to dictate what we do and dictate how we think, right? Um, because in Ephesians four and thirty, it's uh, I'm sorry, that's not right. Four and twenty-six. I apologize. Ephesians four and twenty-six. It says, "Be angry, but do not sin." That's the a part of it first, right? And that typically, whenever you read that verse, um, a lot of times we think about um, how we, um, whenever we're angry at, at other people, or whenever we are um, <clears throat> disgruntled with somebody that's made us mad, you know, we don't want to sin, uh, but we have, um, you know, valid opinions and valid emotions toward a person. But whenever we're looking at our relationship with God, it's important that we acknowledge our feelings and we can get angry. We can say, Lord, this is not how I wanted it to be, but not allow that emotion to transform into sin. What type of sin uh, could that eventually transform into? That sin is unbelief. We can't let our disappointment of how we feel in the moment turn into unbelief. We cannot allow um, the our disagreement with God to change how we view God and what we believe about God. Because if I believe that God is good and that all things work together for them who love him and them that he has called, right? That this means that even though I don't agree right now with what's happening in my life, because I trust God, that at some point, this bad situation, this unfortunate, uncomfortable um, situation that I'm in right now, God is going to turn this uh, for my benefit and turn this around for my good. So I have to. I am required to reassess my expectations of God. Do I really believe that God is going to um, keep all hurt from me, all disappointments from me? Like, is that really how I uh, see my relationship with God, that he is going to give me all good, right? The word says that he reigns on the just and the unjust, right? So just like those who don't believe in God have heartaches and have struggles, we have the same thing because God is no respecter of person, right? He just gives us his spirit to allow us to, um, how to maintain and how to um, cope and, and walk this life through these disappointments, all right? So be honest with your feelings, be angry and sin not. And then lastly, be willing to say never the less. One of the greatest examples that we have in the Bible um, when it comes to saying never the less is in Jesus Christ himself. So Jesus is in the garden. Um, he's asked his disciples to pray with him because he is about to be offered up as a sacrifice for the world. 
And so Jesus is in the garden and this weight of this responsibility is so heavy on Jesus that the word says that his tears um, were as drops of blood. Like he was so um, depressed, so emotionally overwhelmed that whenever he um, whenever he cried, whenever he released these emotions, that they were so heavy that they were like drops of blood. And Jesus even says, he says, for a moment, he says, Lord, if there be any other way that this cup can pass, if there's some other way that we can get this done, let it let that be done. But if not, nevertheless, I'm still going to do what you tell me to do. Is there another way, Lord? I, I wish there was another way. But if there isn't, not my will, but your will be done. And that's what we have to get to. Whenever we are hurt, whenever we are disappointed, we have to get to the point of nevertheless, because it's at that point that our focus um, goes from our feelings to God and his plan and his goodness and his faithfulness. And this is what triggers our worship. This is what um, causes us to remember the goodness of God, to focus on the promises of God and not our current um, predicaments and problems, right? To seek the presence of God, right? Jesus is praying in the garden and he is seeking help. He's seeking um to be reminded of why am I doing this? Why am I going through? And sometimes we can ask God, Lord, wh what is this for? And he is going to, um, sometimes he gives us the answer. Sometimes he just says, trust me. I know what I'm doing. All things are working together for the good. So don't let go of my hand. All right. I'm not going to leave you. I'm here. And your emotions, they are valid. But do not allow your disappointment to change what you believe about God, because God does not change. His word does not change. He is faithful. He is consistent. And he always comes through. So it is possible to worship while you're hurting. But we have to be honest with how we feel. We have to be angry, but sin not. Don't, don't allow that to turn into unbelief. Then be willing to say Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Of course, you can find this podcast everywhere where they are available. Uh, please share this if this has blessed you. Um, invite your family and friends to subscribe. And until next Tuesday, y'all have a great one. And I'll see you when I see you.